from West Jim on the campus of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota, MIC Conference men's basketball is on the air. Carleton Knights coming off a thrilling tip at the buzzer come from behind win over St. Mary's University in Winona on Saturday. See the Bethel Royals invade the gym here tonight and the Bethel Royals uh, coming off a win last week over a very good Gustavus Adolphus team which is at St. John's tonight. That's number one and two in the league going toe to toe. The Bethel Royals are coming off a tough hard fought loss to, well, Carlton's crosstown rival, the St. Olaf Oldies. <laughs> That's the game they played on, on Saturday, I do believe. Final score was 76-72. Of course, Carlton got the tip in at the buzzer and was able to defeat St. Mary's by a score of 75-73 on Saturday. Other Saturday action in overtime. Augsburg beat McAllister 75-74. As I said, the Oles, I think I said 76-72 of 79-72. Oles had 12 threes in that game, shot 52% from beyond the arc. That game was tied 11 times, had eight lead changes. Ten players played for the Oles. Addison Metcalf was 6 of 8 from downtown for St. Olaf. Hamlin defeated Gustavus. Yep, Hamlin defeated Gustavus, 84-77. The same Hamlin team we saw, what, a Wednesday or two back? And the Carlton beat them here. Concordia over St. Scholastica, 70-37. In addition to our game tonight, as I mentioned earlier, Gustavus is at St. John's. St. Scholastica is at St. Olaf tonight. Augsburg is at Concordia and Hamlin travels to McAllister this evening in men's action. On the women's side, St. Scholastica is at St. Olaf. St. Mary's at St. Catherine. Augsburg is at Concordia. Hamlin at McAllister. And the number sixth-ranked team in the country, the Davis Adolphus Gusties. Again, that's on the women's side at St. Ben's tonight. So that's what's going on around the MIAC Conference. Our broadcast tonight, a service of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota, by Federated Mutual Insurance out of Owatonna, and by Amesbury Truth. As uh, a little early in the year to say must wins, but would be nice to get on a bit more of a roll here for Carleton. Hanging around that 500 mark. They are 8-6. and six. Overall, they're five and four in the conference. Bethel comes into this game four and five in league play and seven and seven overall on the year. Carlton's been very good at home. They're four and one. Bethel on the road has been two and three. At home, they're three and four. Carlton on the road is three and four on the season. And on a neutral floor, Carlton Knights are one and one. That's that California Thanksgiving tournament they were involved in. Meanwhile, Bethel is two and oh when they play on a neutral floor. You look at the statistics in this game, Bethel shooting 47% from the field. They have 10 more field goals on the season than Carleton does. However, they've allowed eight more field goals than Carleton has. The Royals averaging 72, actually 72 and a half points per game, are giving up 71.7. Carlton comes into this game with an average of 74.1 
And that average has creeped up defensively to 72.3. They'd like to get that under 70. Right? They'd like to get that under 70. Just 10 games left in the regular season after tonight. That's right. The Carlton Knights on Wednesday will be hosting Gustavus Adolphus. They don't have a Saturday game this weekend. On the 24th, they will be at St. John's. And then on the 27th, which is a Saturday, they'll be in Duluth to take on the College of St. Scholastica. That's a 3 o'clock afternoon game. And then they host St. Olaf to end January before the final month kicks in. And you go to the final six games when you get into the final month in hopes of getting into the top six and getting into the MIC basketball tournament. There's still a lot of work to be done before that, as I said. There's a log jam when you look at the standings here in the MIC conference. I mean a log jam. You've got St. John's undefeated at 9-0. and Gustavus is 7-2. and Hamlin is 6-3. and Then Concordia, Carlton, St. Olaf are all 5-4. and Bethel is 4-5. and McAllister and Augsburger each 3-6. and St. Mary's is 2-8. and And St. Scholastica is 1-8 and in the conference this season. Like I said earlier, and I'm not just making things up, there are no gimmies in the MIC. Congratulations to Luke Harris, named Offensive Player of the Week again in the MIC. I think that's the third time this season, if I'm not mistaken, that Luke has garnered that award, and deservedly so. He had 27 in Saturday's win over the St. Mary's University Cardinals in frigid Winona. It's frigid in Northfield 2. Hope it's nice and warm wherever you are. Carlson ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops life long learners every part counts at amesbury truth and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team as the leading provider of window and door products in north america amesbury truth has a part for you right now they're hiring and those positions come with competitive wages benefits and plenty of opportunities too so you never stop growing isn't it time you open the door to a career at amesbury truth get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com.
The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Well, both teams were, well, actually, it's just spoke Carleton's on the floor now. Here, grabbing some basketballs and doing some warm-ups. Getting ready to take on the Bethel Royals here at West Gym. Carlton comes into this game, as I mentioned, averaging 74, giving up 72, 72 and a half, and 71, nearly 72 points given up by Bethel. Shooting percentage for Carlton, 42% from the field. They would really like to tick that up big time. They're 31% from three-point range. 76% from the free throw line. They have outscored their opponents at the free throw line by 37 points. That's a big reason why they have a winning record. They have out-rebounded their opponents, believe it or not, by about one, and they lead the MIC in rebounding. Their assists, 186 assists on 370 field goals. They have 151 turnovers, which is 22 fewer than their opponents. They have 30 more steals than their opponents. Another reason why they've got a winning record. Bethel comes into this game having turned the ball over 50 times more than their opponents. They have 31 more assists than their opponents. They have 180 assists on 380 field goals. Have the Bethel Royals. Shooting 47%. That's where I know Carlton would like to be right around 50% from the field. They're 37% from three-point range. They have 107 threes, one less than Carlton does. They've given up 101. Carlton's given up 110 coming into tonight. Both teams have played 14 games. Bethel's free throw shooting has been suspect. They're 64% from the free throw line. However, they've outscored their opponents by 11 points at the free throw line and have had 20 more attempts. Carlton, meanwhile, has had 27 more attempts than their opponents and have scored... 37 more points at the free throw line. So that's just some of the stats that jump out off the page. It'll be our typical starters for Carlton, and we'll let the public address announcers sort all that out for you. As uh, Zach Filson, who of course is the son of Tammy Metcalf Filson, the head women's basketball coach here at Carlton, is the head coach at Bethel. I know he's got a tough task here. The uh, Royals have not made the playoffs. Well, the first time in 10 years they didn't make the playoffs last year. So he's hoping to get them back in playoff mode. They certainly have uh, some talent on this team. they got a Zach Doley, who's 
averaging about 34 minutes a game. He's shooting 64% from the field. He's a big inside presence, but he's a 52% free throw shooter. So, you know, teams obviously might do the old let's follow him, right? The let's follow him routine. Dolly's a senior, 6'7", out of Stillwater. He went to St. Croix Prep Academy. This is Zach's third season at Bethel. His ninth overall coaching Division III basketball. He went out and played out Division I out in New York and then transferred. If I remember right, he went to a, a Western school after he was at New York. But memory is not my forte as I get older. The officials are exchanging pleasantries with the uh, coaching staff for Bethel and for Carlton. As the coaches have concluded their conversation, Royals are going to come to their bench. Carlton players are coming to their bench. Is to our right. Bethel's to our left. We're right at midcourt here at Carlton. Come on by, folks. It's absolutely free. There's no admission to Carlton games. The only thing you got to do is walk out in the cold. And it's cold. I'll grab our current temperature in a moment here. I don't even know if you want to hear. It's seven below right now. It feels like 29 below.
for some MIC Conference basketball. I don't know about you, dark blue uniforms with gold trim for Bethel with Bethel emblazoned across their chests in white. Carlton Knights in their home whites. And they're glad to be home with some blue trim. Blue on the side of their shorts with some maize trim and the C logo on their shorts. It says Carlton across their chests. As the freshman Coling goes up against the senior Doley and tap controlled this time by Carlton. <laughs> As Luke Harris, reigning offensive player of the week, hands it off to Banovets. Harris is a point away from moving up on the all-time scoring list. Pass was deflected. Gibbons couldn't make the catch. They're going to give the ball. Oh, he might have twisted his ankle there, too. He's wearing a brace on that left ankle, and he tweaked it a little bit. One of those lace-up jobs. I used to hate them things. So, Harris will inbound it. Get the ball back on the right wing. Looks to dribble, penetrate, and we're going to have a foul call on Adam Mattis, the sophomore from Newton, Iowa. 6-3. Trying to slow down Luke Harris. Like trying to slow down a freight train. 20 seconds into the game. No score. Pass comes into Gibbons under the basket. Kisses it off window with a left hand and scores. Gibbons scores and it's 2-0. Carlton. As scooping the ball was Kidder. They get into the lane. Pass back out front. Now the big fella dribbles to the left side of the key. They go back inside. Floaters up and it's in by Peyton Thompson. He's a 6-2 sophomore from Blaine, Minnesota. Went to Spring Lake Park High School. 
Doley's their leading scorer, averaging 17. They have three players averaging in double figures on this Royals team. As Spencer Getz has the basketball being guarded by Burke. Gibbons turns one way, goes the other. It's blocked and taken down by Bethel. Pass comes ahead. Getz nearly got the steal. Tied at two. Minute 13 into the game. Inbounds pass comes in, and Joey Kidder gets it to Doley. Passes it back to Kidder. The ball's kicked by Coling out of bounds. Carlton going right to left. Bethel left to right on your radio dial here in the first half. Slapping the ball. Thompson gets it on the right side. Now Kidder dribbles to his left. They hedge out on him, does Banovitz. Here's a three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovitz. Both hands high, grab that ball. Luke Harris, little skip in his step, dribbles to the right, now to the left. Wants to get in the lane. Boy, quite a bit of contact there. He'll hand it off to Getz. Getz gets it back to Harris. Harris trying to dribble in the lane, and we're going to have a tripping here on uh, Bethel. It's going to be on uh, Doley. So Harris has already drawn a couple of fouls. As Luke will inbound the ball underneath the Carlton basket. In right to left is where they're going. Coling gets the inbounds pass. Hands off to Gibbons. Gibbons with 15 seconds on the shot clock. Coling swings it on the right side to Harris. He dribbles to his left off the screen. Goes in underneath and missed the layup. Rebound gets. Went back up. It's blocked from behind. Normally that gets you foul, but not this time. Has come and flying up. Thompson. We're still tied at two. Kidder swings it back to Thompson. Goes in the lane. Shoots it. Smack dab in the middle of the lane over Luke Harris. And scores Peyton Thompson. The 6'2 sophomore from Blaine, Minnesota. Went to Spring Lake Park High School. It's 4-2 Bethel. Coling to Harris. On the block, Gibbons goes right to the basket. Missed the layup. Goes back up and scores. We're tied at four. So both teams getting some good looks here early, other than that one triple attempted by Bethel. Kidder dribbles inside the paint. Pass it in the corner. They get it back out on the left wing. Going toward the basket, passes it on the right wing, attacking the rack and scoring on the layup is Adam Mattis, the sophomore from Newton, Iowa, just beat everybody to the rack. 6-4, Bethel. As Harris has the ball, looks to dribble to his right, passes it to Getz. Getz rifles it in the corner, Banovitz for three, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Mattis. Mattis comes up the near sideline and hands it off. Wanted to get it back to Mattis. Gibbon got the steal, and they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. Well, he almost got the steal. Alex Gibbons for the Carlton Knights. Thompson will inbound the ball right in front of the Carlton bench. Luke Harris is on him. Passes it away out front. Gets the handoff back. Almost lost the ball. Got back to the logo. Kidder throws it in the corner, left side. 
looking to dribble, penetrate, back to Kidder. Kidder dribbles to his left, wants to get under that basket. He weaves, what a block by Banovitz, and he takes it down like Bill Russell. Pass goes on the right side to Harris, back out. <laughs> Showed my age there, didn't I? Gibbons, back to Harris, lobs it into Banovitz. Banovitz was double teamed, and they're going to deflect the ball out of bounds with the Royals. 18 seconds on the shot clock. As Harris will be the trigger man with his team down 6-4 with 16.07 to go here in the first half. First man defense by both these teams. Lot pass comes in. Coling passes on the left side to Harris. Harris dribbles on the baseline. Banovitz gets it back to Getz. Getz tries to do a post entry into Gibbons and it gets knocked away by Thompson. As Harris will inbound it. Pass comes in the corner to Gibbons. He goes to the basket. Reverse layup is good left-handed. We're tied at six. Thompson goes toward the basket. He gets, shoots it over Harris. Missed everything. Rebound comes down to Getz. Might have been tipped to him by Banovitz. Getz is going to hand it off to Gibbons. He'll shoot the three. Bang! Alex Gibbons hits the triple. I think he's telling the coaches he needs a rest. 9-6, that ankle is bothering him, I think. He tweaked it a little earlier. We got a foul here called on Banovets. It'll be his first. So Miles Fritch comes in. Chuck Sweat comes in. Alex Gibbons sits down. Sam Coling sits down for the Carlton Knights. Up by a 9-6 score with 15.22 to go in this first half. Bethel inbounds it. Kidder has it between the two circles. Rifles it in the corner. Here's a three. It's no good. Rebound tipped and taken down by Banovets. One of the league's best rebounders. Harris maybe the best rebounding guard. Dribbles the free throw line. Behind him to Fritz. They get it back to Banovets. Banovitz goes in the lane, working on the defender, and he forces it in, just kind of bullied it up and in. He was being guarded by Emmanuel Schmitter, a freshman, 6-3 out of Egan. And he just uh, kind of towered over him, he did. As Thompson goes in the lane, they're going to call a foul. Basket counts. He's going to get a chance for a three-point play the old-fashioned way. And Luke Harris gets called for the foul. Be his first. So Thompson's at the free throw line. Thompson stands 6-2. Luke Harris stands 6-1. If he makes this, it's a two-point game, and he does. Thompson, the second leading scorer on this team at 16 a game. He's a 77% free throw shooter. Miles Fritch... Dribbles to his right, gets it to Getz. Getz dribbles to his left a few times, now back to his right. Gets it on the left wing to Chuck Sweat. Out front to Harris. Harris behind the back dribble, goes inside the lane. Goes left, goes left, up high off glass and scores with the right hand. 13-9, Carlton. 14-16 to go. 
as Doley came up the floor, trailed the play, gets under the basket, scoops it off glass and scores. Another point-blank shot by the Royals. 13-11, Carlton. Up the far sideline goes Harris. Dribbles to his left. Passes the right side to Fritch for three, and it's no good. Rebound gets. Scoops it to Harris. Thought about a three. Goes right side. Kicks at the corner. Banovitz for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Doley. He'll throw it up the floor and throw it out of bounds. Almost down the locker room door. Yep, almost down the visitor's locker room door. So it's a one-possession game with 13.43 to go here in the first half. Much better start than on the road Saturday when Carlton was down 12 nothing before he could blink. Harris dribbles to his right, goes scooping off window and scores again. <laughs> Luke Harris. Already has a couple of buckets. As Thompson got in trouble, they get it on the baseline, back in the corner, looking to dribble, penetrate, a lot of contact as he went to the basket. Scoring was Caden Betcher. He's a junior, 6'5", from Maple Grove, Minnesota. 15-13, Carlton leads it. Well, if you're the Royals, you can't afford to keep trading buckets. Getz dribbles to his left. Passes it to Fritch. Thought about a three. He'll get inside the lane. Kicks it to Sweat for three. Oh, bang! Almost didn't go down, but it rattled out and went back in. So Chuck gets the triple, and it's 18-13. The hero on Saturday with that putback basket as the buzzer went off. Handoff goes as he lost the dribble. is way away from his body. That should have been stolen. And now they're going to turn it over again. And Coach Filson's going to take a timeout and say, young men, we've got to take control of the basketball. Carlton 18, Bethel 13, 12.27 to go until our Federated Insurance Owatonna halftime report here from Carlton College. Carlton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carlton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carlton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Our shooting percentages are 60% for Bethel and 53% for Carlton right now. Turnovers are kind of the difference. Carlton does not have a turnover. There have been two by Bethel so far. and We'll see if they cash in on this one. They cashed in on the first one with a three. 18-13, Carlton leads. 12-20 to go in the first half. Goody Cosfeld to the KDHL Sports Microphone. As Chuck Sweat dribbles to his right, hands it off. Gabriel Cummings is in the game for Carlton with Miles Fritch, the senior from Eden Prairie. Pass comes out front to Getz. Running a bit of a motion. Sweat, another three by Chuck Sweat from downtown. That was from Dundas. And it's 21-13. Chuck bristling with confidence. Good to see. And it's Bethel. Again, moving the ball around with... Out over dribbling. A step back shot, top of the key, no good. Rebound taken down by Fritch. 
Left-handed, or excuse me, that was by Cummings. Left-handed dribble at the NCAA logo. Swings it right side to Spencer Getz. He's being guarded by Schmitter. Now Cummings dribbles to his left, stops, pops, misses. Rebound taken down by Coling. Here's another shot, a three! By Cummings, the sophomore from Long Beach, California, stands 6-2. He's a biology major. As Bethel's Kidder dribbles deep and spins to kiss it off window. And it's a nine-point Carlton lead. 10.59 to go. Cummings dribbles to his right, gets it to Getz, gets the handoff back. Passes it out to Fritch. Fritch goes inside the paint. Floaters up and banks it in. The banker floater. And it's 26-15. Yeah, the window is open. As Bethel might have walked. Pass goes way out front. Kidder dribbles to his left. Gets it back on the right side for three. It's bang. Good by Nick Burke. The 6-5 guard. From Victoria, went to Truman State. He's from Southwest Christian. As Miles Fritch bounces it to Sweat, goes in for the layup. There's a goaltend, a goaltend on the layup. So give Sweat the basket. Betcher tried to block it, but he ended up mistiming the jump and got the goaltend. 10-point Carlton lead with 10-10 to go here in the first half. Betcher's going to check back in. Sweat's going to sit down. Quality minutes there from Chuck. So on the floor now for Carlton are Matt Banovitz, Sam Coling, Gabriel Cummings. Ball's deflected out of bounds. Spencer Getz and Miles Fritch. Looks like Getz is going to come out, and Alex Gibbons will check back in. So re-inbounding the ball will be Bethel. 20 seconds on the clock. 9.59 to go in the half. Kidder passes it in. Doby goes in the lane. He uh, does a little turnaround hook shot. So Doley scores the 6'7 senior from Stillwater. To make it 28-20. Well, they're getting some really good looks. When they don't turn the ball over. Cummings, speaking of... Oh, he missed the layup! Banovitz got it to him. It was wide open, Bunny. And it rimmed out. Here's a long triple. No good. Rebound. Well, I thought that Dolby might have been over the back of uh, Banovitz that time. But they didn't call that. Pass comes out front for three. And it's bottom of the net. By Burke. And a double-digit lead is cut in half to 28-23. 9.15 to go. Cummings dribbles to his right. Leaves it for Frisch. Across to Gibbings at the top of the key. Right to left on your radio dial. Coling to Banavets. Dribbles top of the key. Hands it off to Frisch. Frisch dribbles to his right. Gets it in the corner to Gibbons. Gibbons stops. Free throw line shot. Good. Coach Kershaw is going to take a timeout. They're going to try and see if they can't shut off these easy shots that Bethel's getting. Now, of course, this this Burke can flat out shoot the triple. I'm going to look at the stats here and see. 
Thompson is a 47% free throw shooter with 36 triples. Burke also has 36 triples at 34%. And Schmitter has 10 triples and is shooting 50% from beyond the arc on the season for the Bethel Royals. Carlton has five players with double-digit threes. Frisch has 10. Sweat has 18 now after his two today. Gibbons has 18. Banovets has 32. And Luke Harris has 12 triples on the season. Harris getting a lengthy breather here with 8.50 to go. And Carlton up by 7, 30-23. Kidder gets the ball back for Burke. Pass in the left wing. Thompson will leave it. Doey, as uh, they get it back to Kidder, he'll lob it in a one-handed post-entry pass. Another layup for Zach Doley. It's 30-25 as Cummings... At the volleyball attack line, left-handed dribble, gets it to Banovitz. Banovitz hands it off. Dooley is on Banovitz. Looking to dribble, penetrate is Gibbons. Gets it back out front, ball's deflected. Cohen can get it back over to Gibbons. Ten seconds on the shot clock, he'll throw up a three, he'll miss the three. The rebound comes down to Bethel, and they can cut into this five-point Carlton lead. Thompson has it, guarded by Fritch. Gets it to Kidder, guarded by Cohen. Now back to Thompson. Thompson dribbles to his left, now hands it off. Bounce pass, and that might have been a travel. <laughs> Kidder, I thought, took three steps. Gets the layup, and it's 30-27. to 27. I'd love to see a replay of that as Cummings brings the ball up. Banovets. Couple of dribbles to his left. Bounces it to Gibbons on the block. Gibbons gets it back to Banovets. He'll take the three. It's good. Matt Banovitz hits another triple. He's got five, and it's 33-27, Carlton. As Burke bounces it in the lane, another layup for Doley. 33-29. Cummings in the lane, shoots it under the basket and scores. 35-29. Coach <laughs> Filson just kind of has that look on his face. As Burke step back triple, bang. It's a one possession game, 35-32 with 6.37 to go. As Again, defense has kind of abandoned Carlton here in the first half these last couple of minutes. They've been getting layup after layup, and now a couple open threes. As Harris is going to check in, Fritch is going to sit down, Cummings is going to sit down. Spencer Getz is in the game. So the starters are back on the floor for Carlton. They're up by three as Luke Harris to end chest pass to Getz. He'll dribble a couple times, Banovets to Coling, swings it over to Gibbons, rifles it underneath the Banovets under the basket, scores. He's so good around the basket, and obviously he could shoot the three. 37-32. The handoff to Thompson. Thompson shoots the fadeaway and scores right around the free throw line. It looks effortless as it's 37-34. 
key to good defense is making it hard. Harris goes down the lane, scoops it high off the window, and is fouled. Man, that baby was way up off the window. So Harris heads to the free throw line where he is a 76% free thrower and has already scored over 100 points at the free throw line this season. Comes into this game averaging 22. League's leading scorer hits the free throw to make it a three-point play the old-fashioned way. 40-34, to 34, seven points now for Luke Harris. He's surpassed a couple of guys, I think, on the all-time scoring list. I'll get that for you at halftime. Schmitter underneath the Burke. Wide open layup again for Kidder. And it's 40 to 36. Harris almost lost the ball. There he got pushed. Here's a three. It's no good by Coling. Rebound yanked down by Thompson. I mean, he got shoved right in the back. Thompson brings the ball up. Right handed dribble. Dribbles to his left. He's going to dump it off to Schmitter. Almost got lost. Kidder swings it left side. Burke another three. And do not leave that man open. 40 to 39, Carlton. And Coach Kershaw, I think, is just shaking his head at his team's defense. Again, they're going to give up over 40 and a half. Dribbling to his right. Harris goes in, scoops it high off window. Coley gets a rebound, turns around and makes the shot. To put it back up to a three-point lead is Kidder. Brings the ball up the court. Joey, right-handed dribble. Hands it off to Burke. Back to Kidder. Kidder, they get it on in the corner. Schmitter almost lost the ball out of bounds. Dribbles in the lane one way. Comes back with his left. They lob it out front. And a couple of dribbles by Dooley, and he gets another layup. Zach Dooley. And it's 42-41, Carlton. Well, there's been a lot of one-on-one here. Had to get team help defensively. Harris gets it in the corner. Harris gets it back out front to Getz. Dribbles to his right. Leaves it for Harris. Harris will pop a long-range jumper. It's in and out. No good. Rebound Kidder. They can take the lead with 4.02 to go in the half. Kidder passes it right side. Burke transition triple. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris looks to bring the ball up. Right-handed waist-high dribble between the legs. Dribbles to his right, his left. Gets it over to Gibbons. Gibbons left and right. Goes in the lane. Kicks it to Getz. Getz left baseline. Floater misses everything. Rebound taken down by Kidder. 3.38 to go. They can take the lead on this possession. Kidder looks to dribble penetrate. Goes right to the basket. Misses. Rebound taken down. And it's stripped by Banovitz. Great play there by Matt Banovitz. Pass it to Getz on his left. Getz tries to get it in the corner. Harris saves the ball into Getz. Eight-footer rolls off iron. Rebound taken down by Schmitter. Gets it ahead now to Burke. And they're going to slow things down here with 3.13 to go. Coach Pilsen telling them to run the play. They've been getting pretty much what they want here lately. As Burke looks, looks, pass it on the left side. Kidder back to Burke. He's going to have the ball poked away. Diving on the floor. Banovich trying to scream for a timeout. They're going to call a tie-up. Boy, I thought he had possession of that ball. Possession arrow stays with Bethel. 
Doley's going to get a breather. Back in the game is Caden Betcher. He's a junior, 6'5", from Maple Grove. Thompson inbounds it to Kidder. Gets the ball back. 2.54 to go. Here's a shot again for the free throw line. No good. Rebound taken on by Harris. Harris looking behind him to make sure nobody's going to try and steal the ball. Dribbles to his right. Out front to Getz. Getz wanted to get it back to Harris. Gets it to Chuck Sweat. He gets it over to Gibbons. Gibbons dribbles under the basket. Off glass and scores. Alex Gibbons scores. It's a 44-41 Carlton lead with 2.29 to go in the half. As Kidder wants to drive baseline, shut off nicely there by Banavets. He gets away with that off-arm push away of the defender. The ball's going to be thrown out of bounds. Man, they do stuff nowadays that we never thought of doing. It's 44-41. I mean, we didn't because it wouldn't be allowed. Harris with one finger up, 2.10 to go. Gets it to Banavets, top of the key, runs through the lane. Givens on the deflected ball, gets it at the volleyball attack line, goes left and right. He gets it to Getz. Getz back to Givens. He'll shoot the three. Bang! Alex Givens hits the triple. And it's 47-41, Carlton. (laughs) They were up by double digits, and now it's back up by six after it was cut to one. As Kidder dribbles the top of the key, guarded by Sweat. He'll pass it to Thompson, guarded by Harris. Back to Kidder. Kidder goes in the lane, passes it across the lane. Shots up high off window, no good. Givens gets the rebound. And here come the Carlton Knights. Right to left on your radio dial with a minute 20 to go in the half. Fetcher three, bang! Matt Benevitz hits the triple. 50-41. Banovitz with a triple for the left wing. In the lane, shots up by uh, Thompson, no good. Rebound, tap, Gibbons threw it off of Schmitter, it looked to me like. The officials are going to say, yep, that's what happened. So Doley comes back. Betcher will sit down. Banovitz got that last triple. I think I might have said the wrong name. He's got 10. 16 for Gibbons. Seven for Harris. Harris had 27 on Saturday. Dribbles to his left. Looks to get in the lane. He does and misses the layup. And we have a foul on Harris trying to get the rebound. As he bumped into Ketter. <laughs> his chin. Ketter's got some shoulders on him. I probably would have bit all the way through my tongue. 50 to 41, Carlton. 43 seconds to go here in the first half. As Kidder brings the ball and immediately dribbles to the left wing, gets it out front, handoff, Burke back to Kidder. There's a screen to free Burke. Out front, it's Thompson. Back to Kidder. Gets it on the block to Doley. Goes in out front. Schmitter for three. Bang! That's the 50% three-point shooter, and it's 50 to 44. Carlton could go for the last shot. 13 seconds to go in the half. A three here would be very nice. Handoff goes to Gibbons. To Coling, six seconds. Gibbons dribbles to his right. Step back. He's got two seconds to get it off. Coling shot at the buzzer. Oh, it was part way down and it rimmed out. 
First half in the books. Carlton has a 50-44 halftime lead. We'll check out all the statistics for you during our Federated Insurance Owatonna halftime report, which comes your way next. Again, the score here at halftime. Carlton 50, Bethel 44. I think both coaches are not exactly happy with their defense. Right Every now. part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Our score here at halftime is 50 to 44. Carlton is on top of the Bethel Royals. Luke Harris with his seven points in the first half. He came into this game 29th on the all-time Carlton scoring list with 1,044 points. He's just a junior. He has surpassed number 28. And he has surpassed number 27, Seth Jocker, number 27, in 108 games, scored 1,050 points from 2007 through 2011. Luke, again, has another year left, and he has 1,051 right now. He's number 27 on the all-time scoring list. Number 27. He is uh, 17 points away from Howard Rosenblum from 1951 to 55 in 87 games. He scored 1,068. Well, that is doable. It's doable to get in the top 25 here. All he needs, he's capable of doing it. I'm not predicting this now, mind you. He can get up to Scott Christensen, who played from 99 to 2003. In 91 games, he had 1,070 points. So he's... 19 away from that right now and he's got 7 which would mean he'd have to score 26 and he scored 27 on Saturday. Well the stats showed both teams are shooting lights out. Bethel is shooting 63% from the field they're 5 for 9 from 3 point range that's right 5 for 9 Carlton who has the lead is shooting 55% from the field. They're 58% from three-point range. Both teams are one for one from the free-throw line. Rebounds, 14-13 in favor of Carlton. Assists, Carlton has eight assists on their 19 field goals. Bethel does. Bethel has eight assists on their 19 field goals. And Carlton has 10 assists on their 21. In Carlton with seven threes in the first half, 
five frees for Bethel. That's kind of the difference here at halftime. Offensive rebounds, five for Carlton and two for Bethel. Of course, you don't get offensive rebounds when you shoot over 60%. I mean, you don't get as many. Alex Gibbons has 16 points here at halftime. Matt Banovets has 10. Luke Harris with 7. Chuck Sweat's got 8. For Bethel, they are led by Nick Burke with 12. He is 4 of 6 from 3-point range. And Zach Doley has 10 points here at halftime. As the Bethel Royals and the Carlton Knights are both shooting lights out with a lot of young people on the floor warming up at the baskets. That's what the gym's for, right? To be used. <laughs> Some really little ones out there, too. It's awesome. 50-44, Carlton leads. You're listening to the Federated Insurance Oatata Halftimer Sport. Speaking of Federated Insurance, on Friday, I'll have the Oatata boys basketball game against Faribault. Yep, that's a bit of a rivalry. Down in Oatata's Federated Gym. It's a beautiful new facility. We'll be there on Friday. Tomorrow I got a Faribault High School game. Uh, Wednesday we come back here for Gustavus. Thursday I've got hockey in Winona for the Faribault Falcons in Winona. Friday I think I got another Faribault game. And then a Saturday there is no Carlton game this Saturday, I don't think. Let me double check the schedule again. I think I've got that right. And then next weekend, we go to Duluth. Make another long road trip. That's kind of brutal. They go to Carleton. Excuse me, they go to Concordia one weekend. Go to St. Mary's the next weekend. And then uh, two weeks after that, they go to St. Scholastica. All their long road trips are within a three-week time frame. And why you couldn't spread them out more, but they didn't. I'll see if I can get you some scores here around the MIC conference. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. We're going to go get our stuff on and go to the pool. So here we go. The MIC conference scoreboard always eludes me. I don't know why it doesn't automatically come up because I, I got to redo everything to get it to come up. Something I would change if I had this app. Well, in women's basketball, McAllister beat Hamlin tonight, 58-57 in overtime. Well, but that was a heck of a game in the Leonard Center. In the second half, St. Scholastica leads St. Olaf 32-31. Or that's halftime, I guess. 32-31, St. Scholastica leading St. Olaf. Another halftime score. The Gusties lead the Johnnies 33-27 at the half. That is in men's basketball. That's in Collegeville, too. Women's basketball, the Gusties, one of the top-ranked teams in the country, have a 37-28 lead over St. Ben's up in St. Joseph. There's in the final 20 seconds. Of that first half. No score from St. Mary's at St. Catherine in women. St. Scholastica defeated St. Olaf in women's 58 to 40. 
Concordia defeated Augsburg in women's basketball, 72-52. So in men's, Augsburg at Concordia, no score. Hamlin at McAllister, no score in men's basketball yet. We'll see if I get it before the end of our broadcast. Here during your Federated Insurance Owatonna halftime report, the score is 50-44. to 44. That's right, both coaches, I'm sure, not particularly pleased with their defense. You don't want to give up 50 points and a half. Obviously, that gets you over 100. Not something you really like to see if you're, you know, if, <laughs> if you're coaching. Uh, Royals have given up the 50. Carlton's given up 44. They gave up over 50 at Concordia. Gave up over 40 in their... Uh, next outing and I'd have to look it up but I'm thinking well their halftime score they were down by 10 at halftime against St. Mary's the halftime score was 38-28 so St. Mary's darn near scored 40 on them the Royals score 44 here tonight we'll be back with more statistics Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Well, taking another look at our statistics here, let's look at the uh, hustle stats, I like to call them. Carlton has scored eight points off turnovers. Bethel has zero. That is really the difference here at the half. 50 to 44, Carlton leads. Points in the paint tied at 26. Second chance point, 7-3, Carlton. No team has fast break points here, it says. 15 to 5, points off the bench in favor of Carlton. Another reason why they have this lead is their points off the bench. Leading in rebounds for the Carlton Knights. A good balance there. Spencer Getz has three. Matt Banavets has three. Two each for Sam Coling, Alex Gibbons, and Luke Harris. Gabriel Cummings at a rebound in the first half. Three assists for Gibbons. Three assists for Getz. Two assists for Miles Fritch. One for Harris. As Carlton did not have a single turnover in the first half. That's good to see. They had 20 
up at Concordia. So it's good to see them with none. Hopefully, I didn't just jinx them. Carlton leads it 50 to 44. In led by Alex Gibbons, 16. He's got three assists, two rebounds, played 14-38. Panovets played 17-43, had 10 points, three rebounds. Harris played 14 minutes exactly. He has seven points, two rebounds, one assist. Sweat off the bench, quality 7-22. He was perfect from the field, perfect from three-point range with two of them. Has eight points in just seven minutes and 22 seconds. Gabriel Cummings had five points in six minutes off the bench. So super efficient, those gentlemen, offensively. Miles Fritch played 855. He also is efficient with the one basket and two attempts. Had two points and two assists in his eight minutes and 55 seconds. Bethel played uh, eight guys. Eight guys were played by Carlton, who has two more field goals than Bethel does, and they have two more three-pointers than Bethel does here at halftime. Royals were led by Nick Burke with 12. He's got four threes. Zach Doley's got 10 He's a perfect five for five from the field. So he's been giving him fits around the basket. And it kind of reminds me of that. That Concordia guy, his name was Logie, if I remember right. He was a load, Mr. Logie from Concordia. He had 27 or 28 a couple of Saturdays ago up in Moorhead, and (laughs) Carlton couldn't stop him, and they haven't been able to stop Doley either. So that might be the key. Whoever plays better defense in the second half is going to win this one, and normally that is the key. Carlton, we're going left to right, and Bethel right to left on your radio dial. We're at midcourt. More on the Bethel Royal side of midcourt than on the Carl the Knight side. As we get ready to start the second half. Marty Kosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. 50 to 44 is our score. Carlton leads. Here at Carleton College in uh, Northfield, Minnesota. So Carleton will get the ball to start the half going left to right in your radio dial. Bethel's right to left. Banovitz gets ready to inbound it to Luke Harris. On the floor along with Spencer Getz, Sam Colding, Alex Gibbons. As Givens gets it to Getz, over to Harris. Harris goes under the basket and misses the layup. Rebound taken down by Kidder. Kidder throws it on the right wing. Gets it back out front to Kidder. Kidder at the volleyball attack line, bounces it. Now gets the ball back. 
They swing it over to Burke, who is darn near perfect in the first half. Dismissed two threes, and he throws it over. Uh, turns it over. Gets caught the pass over to Coling. Here's Gibbons and three. Bang! Alex Gibbons hits the triple. And it's 53-44, and he's got 19, and he's absolutely on fire. <laughs> Keep giving it to him. Burke hands it off, or gets the ball from Doley. Goes in, shots blocked, and they call a foul. Oh, my. They call a foul on Banovich. That'll be his second. As heading the free throw line is Nick Burke. His free throw is no good. Nick is a 6-5 freshman from Victoria. The redshirt freshman. Transfer from Truman State. Made the second one. Eight-point lead for Carlton. Harris, Gibbons, handoff, Coling goes in, was going to slam it home. They call a moving screen on Alex Gibbons. So a moving screen was called on Mr. Gibbons. And the Royals will inbound it. Coling had missed the dunk. It's 53-45, and Kidder brings the ball up. The blue headband and a wristband on his left wrist. Hands it off to Thompson. Thompson will bounce it on the block. Goalie has been unstoppable in this game. Gets in the lane, throws up the shot. It's blocked by Coley. Goes back up and can't make that one. Rebound taken down and put up and in by Kidder. So a couple of offensive rebounds there. And they got the game to six here. It's 53-47. Harris dribbles to his left. Goes on the left side of the lane, up off glass. He scores with the right hand. And it's 55-47. <laughs> He's just so good around the basket. As Kidder brings the ball up. Dribbles to the left side of the lane, goes baseline. Passes it on the right wing. They get it back to Kidder. Coley nearly got the steal. Now they get it back out front. Handoff goes to Burke. Burke, again, almost lost the dribble. They get it back to Kidder. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Kidder did lose the dribble, but they didn't get it. Uh, Carlton didn't. Shots up. is blocked by Banovitz. Banovitz tries to take it down. And he throws it off of the Bethel Royal. Smart play by Banovitz. Second time he's done that tonight. He just threw it off Mattis, his sophomore from Newton, Iowa. So 55-47, Carlton. 17-47 to go. Luke Harris dribbles to his left. He's at the top of the key. Pass on the right side to Banovitz. Banovitz, a couple of times to his left, looks, looks, gets it to Getz, gets free throw line extended right, looks, 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 lobs it underneath. Boy, they have not been able to execute that at all, that post-entry pass. They got the wrong angle. That angle is going to be tough to make that pass work. It's 55-47 as Harris inbounds it, gets. Over to Givens, step back, triple, bang! They call it a two. 
They say it's a two, and it's a 10-point Carlton lead, 57-47, with 17-17 to go. Foot must have been right on the line. Kidder dribbles to his left, wants to guard to get on Banovitz. Banovitz gets called for a foul, and that's his third with 17-10 to go. So Kidder will inbound it underneath the Bethel basket. Again, right to left on your radio dial. He drops it in on the post. Banovitz has to be careful. He could get his fourth here. He goes in. Reverse layup scores. Dolan. It's 57-49. The man does not... Well, he missed one earlier, I guess. Harris between the legs dribble to his left. They hedge out on him. That's where you got to get it to the roller. Coling misses the layup. They needed to get it to him as he was rolling when they hedged out on Harris. Harris gets the steal, comes flying up the other way. Great bounce pass and a stuff for the freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan. A one-handed flush. He's got four and it's 59-49. Pass comes out front. Well, they swing at top of the key hitter. Hands it off. Burkers at three again. Comes up short this time. No Carlton Knight could get that. Bethel ends up with it. He's right under the basket. Kidder gets it on the other side. And they score again. Point blank under the basket. Mattis makes it 59-51. Carlton. Coach Filson thinking, what do we got to do? We got to get some stops. There's a pass to Colding. That's what I wanted to see. And Coach Filson not happy. That time they did the right angle. Got the post-entry pass into the middle of the lane. And that's going to work. And that's why Coach Filson took the timeout. Carlton 61, Bethel 51, 15.57 to go. MIC Conference Basketball, Carlton Knight style on Carlton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carlton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. 15 minutes, 57 seconds to go in regulation. It's 61-51, Carlton on top of Bethel here in Northfield. As both teams shooting the lights out here. As Kidder brings the ball up with a waist-high right-handed dribble, switches to the left, guarded by Coling. He'll get the ball back at the top of the key after giving up for an instant. Thompson three, bang! 61-54, that of course was called out of the timeout, but I think that defense was the main topic in that huddle. Harris three, bang! Luke Harris hits the triple. His 13th of this season. 64-54. Back up to 10. Kidder 
passes it right side. Ball's poked away, and they're going to say it belongs to Bethel. Schmitter, Emmanuel, freshman, Egan checks in. Emmanuel Schmitter. Caden Betcher, Jr., 6'5", from Maple Grove, checks in. Chuck Sweat will come in for Banavets. Remember, he's got the three fouls with 15-16 to go in regulation. They might need some extra minutes from Sweat here. Kidder hands it off to Thompson, leaves it. Kidder will pass it in the corner. He might have traveled. Pass goes out front. Now they get it back in the corner. They shuffle their feet a lot these days. Diving for the ball was Bethel. Carlton comes out of there with it. Luke Harris scoops it to Gibbons. Thought about a three. Goes in. Floaters up. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Kidder. Kidder passes it on the left side. Thompson in the corner. Schmitter for three. And it's no good. It hit the side of the backboard. And getting a rebound and putting it in was Kidder. Talk about a fortunate bounce. Went right to him. And it's 64-56 as Luke Harris loses. Schmitter goes in. Layup good. Left hand right side. And it's 66-56. As bringing the ball up is Kidder. Left-handed dribble. Wants to go on Coling, the freshman. Gets it out front to Thompson. Guarded by Harris. Thompson dribbles left. Coling switches on him. He'll shoot the three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Spencer Getz. Getz gets it to Luke Harris up the near sideline. Right-handed waist-high dribble. Guarded by Schmitter. He looks to step back. Schmitter jumps on his hand. Now they get it over to Gibbons. Gibbons in the corner. Sweat for three. Bang! Chuck Sweat is bristling with confidence. It's 69-56. Carlton with 13.50 to go in regulation. Kidder's going to hand it off to Thompson. Dribbles to his right. They get it back on the left side to Kidder. And guarded by the freshman Coling. He'll pass the top of the key. Burke. At the free throw line. Gets it back out front. Here's another three. Betcher comes up short. Rebound. Sweat had it. Lost it. Gibbons gets it. Spins and gets it to Harris. Harris brings it across midcourt with a right-handed waist-high dribble. Switches to his left. Now back to his right. Goes in the lane. Scoops it up with a left hand. and gets fouled by Kidder. So Luke Harris will go back to the free throw line here. Or he's two, one for one. In fact, he's shot the only free throw Carl Vizina had in this game. Letting them play, as they say. Well, Bethel will make some wholesale substitutions here as Dolly's back in the game. Also in the game for the Royals is Blake Schmitz, a freshman 6-2 out of Hermantown. Gabe Seiler, a six-foot junior out of Roberts, Wisconsin. Free throw is no good as the Bethel Royals right to left get the missed free throw and come up the floor down by 14. Betcher goes in the lane, scoops it up off window, no good. Rebound Banavets with his three fouls. He just came out, didn't he? But he's back in there. Interesting with three fouls. As Banovitz tosses it over to Sweat. Sweat takes a couple of dribbles right, gets it out front to Harris. Harris dribbles to his left, had the ball poked away, gets it back. Now behind him to Getz. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Harris has it on the left wing. Dribbles with the right hand into the lane. We're going to have a foul called. And
Well, they called the foul on uh, Schmitz. Luke Harris is going to get a breather here. He fell down on the play. He was driving toward the basket. Cummings better hurry. That was close to five. Got it into Sweat. Out front to Fritch. 16 seconds on the shot clock. Banovets. Hands it off. Cummings three. No good. Rebound. Sweat had it but lost it. Got boxed out that time. Here come the Royals. Seiler has it with a black pad on his right knee. Passes it out front. Gets the ball back. Dribbles right side of the lane. Scoops it top of the key. And they're going to get it on the left side. Now going in the lane. Pass in the corner. Here's a three and it's good. Seiler hits the triple. And it's 70-59. Mel Carlton... If you're Bethel, you can't afford to trade buckets here. If you're Carlton, you just want to be efficient on offense here. Fritch dribbles in the lane. Gets, oh my, he passed up a layup. Sweat throws up a three and missed it. Man, he pissed, he missed, a, uh, he, he passed up a layup. The Sweat's been making him, but man, he was wide open for that reverse layup. 70 to 59 in the lane. Shots up and Dooley misses. Believe it or not, Banovitz played good defense there. Bringing up as Fritch. The senior from Eden Prairie will get a screen for Banovitz. Gets the ball to Cummings. Cummings dribbles through the lane. Sweat now to Fritch with 17 seconds. Banovitz three. Bang! Another swish by Matt Banovitz. How awesome was that? 11 minutes, 20 seconds to go in regulation. Carlton 73, Bethel 59. You're in tune to KDHLAM, Faribault, Minnesota, a Town Square media station, 920 on the AM dial, 97.9 FM, and worldwide, what am I saying, universe-wide, on the free-to-download Power 96 app, downloaded on all your Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life Long learners. 73-59, Carlton on top of Bethel with 11.20 to go in regulation. All good teams make runs, so you know Bethel's going to make one. You just don't want it to be an extended one if you're Carlton. As the Royals will bring it up right to left on your radio dial with 11.16 to go. You get a top of the key to Mattis. Mattis dribbles to his right to lose Fritch. Fritch blocked the ball. Banovich comes back the other way. 
Banovitz passing the corner to Sweat. Back to Banovitz. Banovitz looks to get in the lane. Out front to Fritz. He'll shoot the three. It's no good. Rebound tapped by Sweat. Taken down by Mattis. And here come the Bethel Royals. Siler goes under the basket. Pass in the corner to Burke. He'll get it back out front to Siler. To his right. He's going to shoot the shot. No good. Gets had the ball and lost it somehow. And now Bethel still has possession here. They get up top of the key. Kidder calls for uh, Mattis to take the ball. He does. Here's a shot from three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovitz. I just love the way that young man rebounds. 73-59 with 10-13 to go. He goes up with both hands and secures the ball. He rarely back taps it. They get it into Getz. Free throw line extended right. Looks, looks, he spins to his left, gets in the lane, and they're going to call a foul on Bethel's Adam Mattis. So Gibbons will check in. Schmitz sits down. Pass comes into Frisch. In the corner, Gibbons. Thought about a three, decides to go in the lane. Kidder's on him. He, oh, the foul's going to be on Kidder. Now there's a lot of bumping going on there. Coach Filson doesn't agree with the call. As Alex Gibbons will go to the free throw line. And the freshman Sam Coling getting ready to check in from Ann Arbor, Michigan. And the free throw's good. Again, Wednesday, Gustavus comes here. They were ahead of St. John's when we checked. They got beat by these Royals last week, and they got beat by Hamlin over the weekend. Bounce pass goes on the block. Kidder passes to the other side. Little stutter step move. He almost traveled. They get it on the right wing. Handoff goes, and he lost the ball. They're going to call a foul on Cummings. Gabriel Cummings, the sophomore from Long Beach, California, stands 6-2. His first foul. He got five points. Gibbons has 23 tonight. Banovitz has 13. And a travel is called on the Royals. As Kidder went up, went down with the ball. And he's limping a bit. He looks like he's got those lace-on, uh, lace-up ankle braces, too. I don't know why they haven't come up with better technology, man. <laughs> those when I was a kid. So Cummings hands it off to Fritch for Carlton, left to right on your radio dial. And now we're going to have a foul away from the ball called on Bethel. It's going to be on Peyton Thompson, the 6'2 sophomore from Blaine, his first foul. 
So one more foul to give for Bethel. Two more fouls to give for Carlton. 75-59 Carlton leads. Coling is on the block. Goes under the basket and scores. He just out quick Kidder and used his body against him. Coach Filson said he hooked him. Pass goes out front. Now top of the key, Thompson dribbles to his left. He'll get it on the baseline. Nice shot off there by Gibbons. They get it back top of the key to Thompson. Thompson uses the screen, goes right. Didn't get it to the screener right away. Now gets it back out front. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Dribbles, throws it up off glass, misses. Rebound tipped around, taken down by Gibbons. Again, secured it with both hands. 77-59. It's not too early, I don't think, to use some of that shot clock. Limit the opponent's possessions. Gibbons dribbles right. Now left, now right. It's under the basket. Turnaround fadeaway is no good. Rebound, Coling Passes it to Banovets for three. Bang! Offensive board by Coling was the key there. It's 80-59 to 59 Royals with 80-11 to go. And Coach Filson takes a timeout. Eight minutes, nine seconds to go in regulation. Carlton, 80. Bethel, 59. Right here from Northfield, back in 30 Federated seconds. Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. 80 to 59, Carlton leads. Bethel shot 63% in the first half. They're shooting 30% this half. They're two for eight from three-point range. They were five of nine in the first half. So the Carlton Knights have beat it up much better this half. Much better. Carlton, meanwhile, is shooting 11 of 18 for the field. That is 61%. They're 5 of 8 from three-point range, which is 62%. They are 12 of 20 from beyond the arc. That's 60%. And they're shooting 57% overall from the field. They're 4 of 5 from the free-throw line. 2 of 3 from the free throw line is Bethel. They're shooting 41% from Treyland for the game. 50% from the field for the game. But this half, they have not shot as well. And Doley has not had all those bunnies that he had in the first half. He's looking to post up right now. Remember, Banovets has three fouls on him here. So if I'm Bethel, that's where I'm going. Eight minutes exactly to go in regulation. Kidder will inbound it. He lobs it way out to Schmitter from Egan. Swings it on the right side. They go over the top of the defense to Thompson. Thompson dribbles inside the paint, dumps it off baseline, layup good by Kidder. Good play out of the timeout by Bethel. He's got 12. They got good balance with four guys in double figures, but it's 80 to 61. Carlton is Gibbons and Banovitz have gone off on him. Gibbons another three. Banked it in. He's so hot. He banked in the triple. (laughs) 
83-61, 26 points for Alex Gibbons. That's incredible. As Schmitter dribbles to his right. They get it top of the key. Now going in the uh, paint, and the ball's turned over by Bethel. He has a career high in points and a season high in points with those 26 right now. There's still 7-10 to go. He could hit 30 as Cummings brings it across midcourt. Had a high screen there by Banavets. Dumps it off to Fritch. Fritch on the floor along with the Gibbons. Banavets Coling. As Banavets dribbles to his left. Looks. Gibbons fakes a run on the baseline. Handoff goes to Fritch. Six seconds on the shot clock. We call a tie up here. Possession arrow goes to Bethel as they stole the ball. That's just the second turnover in this game for Carlton. And now Bethel turns it right back over. Oh my, must have touched Mr. Fritsch. They're giving the ball to Bethel. Pass comes into Kidder. Kidder, top of the key, runs left side of the lane, dribbles toward the paint. Thompson for three, no good. Rebound, nice box out there to let Gibbons get the rebound. As Cummings comes up, that's what I mean by team basketball. Cummings dribbles to his left, now back to his right. Gets it to Gibbons, the ball's deflected on the pass to Banavets. Banavets <laughs> doesn't let Dooley get to it cleanly. But he's got to be careful. Remember, he's got three fouls. 6-16 to go. 83-61, Carlton. Gibbons. Boy, have they enjoyed the home cooking. Just one loss. That was to the Johnnies in a game they could have won to start the conference season. They lost by one. Four seconds, three seconds. Gibbons, three. It's good! From the right corner, Cummings hits the triple. And it's 86-61, and Carlton is shooting lights out from three-point range in their home gym. Here's Schmitter for three. It's no good. Rebound by Colin. 5.46 to go. A 25-point Carlton lead. As Cummings dribbles the top of the key. Colin set a screen, then rolled. They go on the other side. Schmitter makes the steal of that cross-court pass attempt. Kidder. In the corner, Thompson for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Coling. He'll throw it ahead to Banavets. Banavets gets the two-hand flush. And it's 88-61. Banavets with 18. Gibbons a career-high 26. Here's a three by Thompson. Bang. And he looks up at the ceiling. Where's that been? 88-64. 88-64. Four minutes, 58 seconds. This thing's not over yet, folks. Cummings brings it across midcourt. Guarded by Schmitter. He'll hand it off to Fritch. Can't hang on to it. Thompson knocks it away. Thompson will get a breather. Fetcher's coming back in. Also in for Bethel is A.J. Call, a freshman, 6'2", out of Ham Lake. Went to Blaine High School. Dolly's going to sit down. He has not done much this half at all after torching Carlton in the first half. Pass goes on the right side. 
As the uh, Carlton Knights is a shot that Coling gets fouled on. Carlton's brought in Christo Palidoru. He's a 6'1 senior from Minneapolis, Southwest High School, computer science major. Coling's free throw is in and out, no good. So Gibbons had a season-high points of 20 versus Northwestern on the 13th of December last year, and his uh, career high scoring was 21 against McAllister last year. Second free throw missed, Schmitter gets the rebound. 88-64, Carlton leads. Betcher in the lane, lost the ball, gets in the corner, back out front. Burke, now they bounce it back to Betcher. Wants to get it to Burke. Now they get it back to Betcher. Betcher dribbles inside the lane. Trying to get his way to the basket. He does, but misses the layup. Rebound taken down by Chuck Sweat. He'll get it over to Polidoru, who brings it up across midcourt. Or, I'm sorry, that's Cummings. All he do is in the corner. Here's a three, or excuse me, it's a two. Free throw line extended left by Cummings. 90-64, to 64, and Carlton just might hit 100. Couple of right-handed dribbles. And Bethel, not a little cold here this half. You have to credit some of that to defense. Betcher wanted to spin to the basket. He lost the ball. It'll belong to Carlton. In that kind of second half, Carragher's going to check in. Zito's going to check in for Carlton with 3.36 to go. John Carragher is a senior, 6'3", from Glencoe, Illinois. Brandon Zito is a junior, 6'1", from San Marino, California. So Cummings, Sweat, Polidoru, Zito, and Carragher on the floor for Carlton right now. Betcher's still on the floor for Bethel. They swing it left side to Zito. Zito gets it. Polidoru dribbles to his right. Now swings it over to Zito for three. It's no good. Rebound is going to go out of bounds and belong to Bethel. 90-64. to 64. Carlton leads with three minutes and 14 seconds to go. And the big difference, they beat it up much better here in the second half. Here's a three, and it's good. A.J. Call hits the triple. The freshman from Ham Lake went to Blaine. Make it 90 to 67. As Cummings brings the ball up. Handoff goes to Carragher. Tried to get it to Sweat. It's stolen away by Betcher. Betcher goes in and slams it. Make it 90 to 69 with 2.46 to go. As Polidoru brought it up to Sweat. Sweat takes a couple of dribbles right. Chuck's had a nice night with nine points. Out front, it's Cummings for three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down for Bethel. As again, coming out of there with the ball is A.J. Call. Schmitter stops, free throw line, shoots, no good. Rimmed out. Rebound tipped around, tipped around. It goes out of bounds and belongs to the Royals. Royals are going to make some substitutions here, too. Checking in as Chase... D'Agostino, he's from Greenwood Village, Colorado, a 6'5 sophomore. D'Agostino. 
They wanted to get it to him under the basket, but they didn't. And Aaron Lowe, a senior from Hanley Falls, Minnesota, went up with a shot, and he just got poked in the nose, not on purpose. But he uh, slow to get up. Going to check out here, and coming in will be Price Farron, a sophomore 5'9 from Littleton, Colorado. Carlton will have the ball with two minutes and nine seconds to go. Well, the Knights needed to get on this bit of a roll after beating St. Mary's on that buzzer beater Saturday. Here's a three by Sweat. Bang! Chuck Sweat has been lights out good tonight. He's got 12. He had the tip in at the buzzer on Saturday. Sweat's going to get called for a foul here. Rolling the basket was Aiden Johnson, a freshman from Maple Grove, 6'5". So Sweat gets called for his first foul. Cummings also has 11 off the bench for Carlton as he missed the free throw. And that's a career high. As he hits a free throw. So Cummings has a career high. Gibbons has a career high as Carlton has scored 93 points. There's a minute 40 to go in the game. Zito to sweat. Ball stolen away on the handoff. Going in. Bethel, a little finger roll by Blake Schmitz, freshman from Hermantown. Makes it 93-72. Minute 25 to go. Cummings hands it off. Holly Doru. Carlton only had two turnovers when the, the starters were in there. Fadeaway's up. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Sweat. Ball from the corner. It's good. Cummings hits another one. He now has a career high. I guess they call it a 2-13. Here's a floater. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Sweat with a minute to go in the game. Sweat will leave it for Cummings. Looks to bring the ball up the floor, and Bethel is going to bring in a substitute here. Carter Bolin, a freshman, 6'8", from Woodbury, will check in. Fifty-two point eight seconds to go. Ali Doru dribbles to his left, stops, passes it in the corner. Carragher. Goes toward the basket. He'll miss the shot, but he'll be fouled. So Carragher will get a chance to get in the scorebook here. Fouls called on A.J. Call, the freshman from Ham Lake. And John Carragher heads the free throw line. Economics major. Swish, specializing in statistics. Says he wants to be an investment banker. Made them both. Carlton is two points away from the century mark. It's 98-72. So Bethel, and they will have a shot at it because there's, uh, they're going to call a foul here. I think I'm, it's either on Carragher or Polly Dolu. 
of Polidoru. So, 29 seconds to go. He gets in the scorebook with a foul. Well, he's in the scorebook anyway. They're all in the scorebook. What am I saying? They're all put in the scorebook. All the names are in the scorebook. He gets on the stat sheet. Bounce pass underneath. Layup is, oh my, they call a foul. It'll be on Cummings. So Aiden Johnson goes to the free throw line. The freshman from Maple Grove went to Legacy Christian. 26-point lead as he makes the first free throw. And makes the second. Well, let's hope this defensive effort in the second half carries over on the Wednesday because that's been missing here from Carlton the last few games. It is a consistent defensive effort. They're not going to go for 100. They're going to not. They're just going to dribble out the ball here. And your final score is going to be 98-74. In favor of Carlton, 98-74 is going to be your final score. I'm sure we'll have someone to visit with, (laughs) Coach Kershaw, and I'm going to guess that maybe we'll have Mr. Gibbons and quite possibly Mr. Cummings because they both had career highs here. We'll see who they choose. When we return, the final score here from West Jim on the campus of Carleton College on a frigid night in Northfield, Minnesota. Temperature well below zero and falling even more. It's been below zero since Saturday night. And we'll be that way until about noon tomorrow. That's when a wind chill advisory is going to be Lifted at noon tomorrow. Your final score, 98-74, Carleton over Bethel back in 97. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, the Carleton Knights pick up a 98-74 win over the Bethel Royals tonight. A much needed victory that didn't have a lot of drama involved, right? The halftime score was Carleton... 50 and Bethel 44 and that means they only gave up 30 second half points and that's more the kind of defense that Carlton would like to get back to as they win this one 98-74 waiting for the paper stats here but looking at the uh, live stats the Carlton Knights 
held Bethel in the second half to 35% shooting after shooting 63% in the first half. Bethel was 4 of 13 from Treyland. They were 5 of 9 in the first half. What was the difference? Well, they weren't wide open threes. They actually covered the three-point shot, and so that's why they shot 31% as opposed to 56% in the first half. Free throws, 5 for 7 were the Bethel Royals. Carlton was 6 of 9 from the charity stripe tonight. They were lights out good from three-point range. My, oh, my, 16 triples in the game. 61% from three-point range. They were 9 of 14 in the second half, and they were 7 of 12 in the first half. Man, oh, man, they were shooting lights out tonight. For the game from the field, their total 58% shooting, 63% in the second half after shooting 55 in the first half. As Carlton plays everybody, Alex Gibbons scores a career-high 26 on 10 of 15 shooting. He was 4 for 4 from downtown, 2 for 2 from the free throw line, had 5 rebounds, 5 assists to go with his 26 points as he played 28 minutes. 18 for Banavets, solid game as usual. He had 7 rebounds, played 31 minutes. He was 4 of 6 from 3-point range. He was 7 of 9 total from the field. How's that for efficiency? Luke Harris had 15 points tonight. He was 1 for 1 from Trey Land, 6 of 11 from the field. He played 21 minutes, had 3 assists and 2 rebounds. And uh, let's see here. Chuck Sweat off the bench had 14 on 5 of 6 shooting for the field. He was 4 of 5 from 3-point range. And we've got Alex Gibbons, who had a career high. You had a career high tonight, Alex. I believe so. I believe so. 26 points. How does it feel? I mean, it feels great, especially with all the love from the teammates. After I've had a trouble starting the year with scoring, but tonight they really trusted me to get the ball and get in the basket, so... A lot of love for them as well. Now, that's your career high in the college. Is it your career high all time? Uh, around there, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what my highest was in high school, but I know it's like 26, 25, so. Right around there. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were four for four from three-point range. <laughs> it feel, feels great. It feels great, especially in the earlier games. I've gone like 0 for 3, 0 for 4, so it's just been getting in the gym, getting those extra shots up when I have time has really made the difference to help my confidence really in the game and everything. So what did Coach tell you at halftime? Because you guys gave up 44 in the first half again after giving up over 50 at Concordia, and well, I don't need to tell you, that's where the adjustments had to be made, right? Yeah, typically what we've seen is we've been up at halftime and then we've ended up losing it in the second half. So that was the message today to not let that happen. And that really resonated with the team because we've seen it happen two or three times now and we've kind of just got sick of it. So at that point, I think the team really bounced around together and grouped in and really focused on our defense because we knew our offense was flowing. Well, they were getting layup after layup in the first half and you guys got better at clogging that up. Yeah, that's a big shout-out uh, to Sam, our freshman. He's a young one, but he's learning. He's learning to be more physical to get to the college level and really see how the momentum shifts and really how the level of play is kind of through physicality. And so he's doing a great job learning and being a big guy in there for us and making some great stops at the end. Yep, absolutely. So what's up next? Uh, we got Gustavus next. We're uh, looking for them because they beat us last time at their place. So hopefully we can get the win. I know they're up 
right now it's St. John's winning by seven, so it's going to be a tough matchup, but I think it'll be a great game. Yeah, well, hopefully they overlook it because they beat you before. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what you're hoping? <laughs> uh, I think we hope for that, but since we won last year, no one's really giving us the time of day yep. like that. They're all expecting us to be at the highest level, and they always come at us because they want to come back. So I believe that's what it is, but if they, uh, if they tone it down for us, it'll be their fault. Yeah. You going to go over there, those guys, or what? What do you oh, oh, for uh, where? What do you mean? Well, I thought you had to visit with the TV guys here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm... Because you had a career high. <laughs> so did he. I was going to yeah, try yeah. and grab him. Here, wanna... Let me bring up Gabe. Gabe, you want to get Gabe up here? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Spencer. I mean, Alex. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> that was Alex Gibbons, by the way. This is Gabe Cummings. You got a career high, young man. I did. What would you think about that? Um, it was a great game for me. You know, I have, it's my birthday actually today. So, no kidding. Well, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. So I have my family watching back home. We just wanted to put on a good show. Luckily made some points, got and some points. you did put on a good show. I wonder if that means you get an extra nice birthday present. Hopefully, hopefully. You know, we'll see what I, what I get. Nothing. We'll see a couple cupcakes here and there, but not too many sweets. I got a couple, I got another game coming up, so. Well, I'm glad to see that you're confident, right? You're, you're trusting your shot. Yes, sir. You know. I always, I've trusted my shot in the past. I used to be a shooter in high school. Um, you know, Coach Kirsch always trusts me to shoot and, you know, play my game. So, you know, I had, had the time, had the shots to take. So I took them and, you know, they went in. So and it seems like you got a few more minutes tonight. I don't know. Uh, Luke played 21 minutes and it's good that he got to get some rest. Yeah, it is great. You know, Luke does a lot for us. You know, he's <laughs> definitely great scorer, great teammate. Um, it's always, you know, it's my job to help him get a little rest here and there, but you know, it's great to get him on the bench and you know, rest his knees, his hip. Well, he's such a good rebounder he for is. guard. He is a really good rebounder, great defender as well, gets a lot of steals. Um, he's just all around amazing player. So He was the offensive player of the week again. He was. Hopefully he's my act player of the year. We'll see what happens. You know, it's still a little ways to go, but, you know, he's a great player. Yeah, well, you guys are going to have to win some games here to get to the top of the league of course you know we always have to win games um playoffs is you know our hope we want to make playoffs we want to do well in playoffs uh, we got gustavus coming up and it sounds like they're beating the johnnies at st john's they are you know it's going to be a great game here at home well hopefully we get some fans here and you know do our best and come out with a win against them they're a great team and it's always good to beat great opponents especially in the Maya. Well, you've been so good at home, you only have one loss here. That was to the Johnnies by one. Yep. Hopefully, you know, the Johnnies are a great team. You know, we, we did really well against them. Lost by one, almost won it, I think, to a buzzer, just off the off the mark. Yep. But, um, you know, we got to finish these games, hopefully get some good wins against good, against good opponents and move our way up the Mayak. So I asked Alex, and I'll ask you this too. What did the coaches tell you at halftime? I'm guessing all the adjustments were on defense because you gave up 44 first-half points. Yeah, we were really repping on the high ball screens, how to guard them, you know, be more physical at the point of uh, contact, and, you know, not let them get down to the paint and score their easy lay buckets. You know, Dolly's a great player. He gets a lot of close-to-the-rim shots. You wanted to prevent that. And, um, and you did the yep. second half. So that's what coaches was repping on us for, and, you know, I think we accomplished that. I think you do did too. Happy birthday again. Thank you. Way to go, young man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Gabriel Cummings. He is a birthday boy. Man, oh man.
<laughs> and of course, he's have gone one of those young birthdays where you actually celebrate him when you get to be. Well, what am I saying? When you get to be my age, you celebrate him too. <laughs> we'll be back with more statistical information and possibly a visit with a head coach right after. Every this. part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. All right, the Carl the Knights pick up a 98-74 win over Bethel here tonight, shooting 58% for the field, 55% first half, 63% second half. More impressive, their three-point shooting, 16 of 26, that's 61%. And it's not exactly like Bethel was stone cold from three-point range. They were 41%, 9 of 22. But the Carlton Knights win this one, 98-74. Much better defense in the second half is the reason they were able to fend them off and pull away and win the game tonight. That and their incredible shooting. So the Gusties, last we heard, were ahead. I'm going to refresh this here. See if I can find the... Uh, these are all women's scores. Not that I mind. Uh, I'll probably share them with you before I leave the airwaves. But Well, we're going to have to refresh it, I guess. So let's refresh the old scoreboard here. Thirty-eight seconds to go in the game. The Johnnies lead the Gusties by two. 38 seconds to go. So, Coach Kershaw, I just was showing Ryan the score in that Johnny game. The the marquee matchup in the MISC tonight. Yes, it is. Boy, did you guys go to school defensively in the second half. Second half was much better. Yeah, no doubt. Very proud of our guys for just the way we responded in the second half. Offensively, you know, we were good both both halves, but um, you know, we just tightened it up a little bit in the second half and and uh, it was it was really really good to see that was much closer to what we're looking for and we would like to see, you know, uh, just from a consistency standpoint and and um, you know, very good to see that tonight. Yes, and like you say, that's where you want to be defensively, where you were in the second half. Yeah, and we should. I mean, as an older team, a mature team, we should we should be able to defend at a little higher level than we have here the last couple of games. Now, part of it is uh, the turnovers. The last couple of games have been such an issue for us, and uh, and so you know to to take care of the basketball, you know, was huge, and to have five turnovers tonight, and then we can get our defense set. You know, it's a lot easier to defend in the half court than it is in transition. And we, you know, McAllister, both the McAllister and St. Mary's games, we just turned the ball over so much. We gave them so many opportunities in transition, and it was, it was very, very difficult for us, and, and much better to see uh, tonight. Yeah. Well, you only had two until you, you know, had your subs in the game. That was pretty good. Yeah, we we took care of it for sure, and uh, yeah, that was. That was uh, that was very very good to see and and uh, that will be important for us moving down the stretch and and this um, the uh, 
going into the Gustavus matchup here on on, on Wednesday, we'll, we'll certainly have to take care of it and, and make sure we maximize our possessions, possessions from that standpoint. Well, the Gusties, of course, got you with their plays. You've been very good here at home. Yeah, we have been playing well at home, and, and uh, we're going to continue that here in the second second half of the season uh, for sure. And so we've got, you know, Gustavus got some good teams coming here, um, you know, to our place. And so we'll start with it on Gustavus on Wednesday, and then we have a week, uh, you know, we've got a bye on Saturday. So, um, you know, we're in a tough stretch here. We went Wednesday, Saturday. Uh, tonight, uh, you know, tough, quick turnaround for, for Wednesday as well. Um, you know, we've been on a road for a lot of that, so it'll be nice to be home here again for sure on Wednesday. For sure. All right. Well, appreciate it, Ryan. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thank you, Gordy. That game over yet? There must be a timeout, huh? Johnny's were up by one. Is that the final? 70 to 68 Johnny's with 10 seconds left. Well, maybe they'll send it to overtime. By the way, that Bethel Royal team beat that Gustavus team, so that's pretty good that you can put up 98 on them. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it very much. They're going to do the inbounds play here. Again, this is up in Collegeville. Johnny's up by two, ten seconds to go. Looks like they're at the free throw line here, too. They can up that two-point lead. He hits it to make it a three-point game. So the Gusties need a three to tie to send it to overtime. Boy, they were up by seven late. Davis was up by seven late. We got a timeout as they brought the ball up the floor. There's what? Eight seconds left. That's a tiny little scoreboard there. But I'm seeing on the phone. Well, it was good to get the home cooking, I will say that. You guys were unbelievable from three point range. I got to check. What's your record for threes in a game? As a team. Oh, okay. All right, because you had 16 tonight. Well, he shot lights out. Gibbons had a career high. Cummings had a career high. So now tonight, will you look at every one of these games? Well, sure, of course, you got Gusty's coming up. Well, if they hit the three and go to overtime, I'm certainly not going to keep it here. <laughs> but I'll tell you what happens. But Johnny's come out to defend. They're up by three with eight and a half seconds to go. What do the Gusties run? They want to get it to their best three-point shooter. Ooh, they fouled before that happened. Oh, that's smart. 
Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it very much. So they fouled automatically to look to see what would happen. We'll let you know what happened tomorrow. We gotta, we gotta tear down here and get out of here. Again, the final score tonight, 98-74. The Carlton Knights defeat the Bethel Royals. Big thank you to Carlton Carlton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. We'll be here Wednesday when the Gustavus Adolphus Gusties come to town. And will they be coming off a exciting come-from-behind win? Or will they be coming off a tough, heartbreaking loss at St. John's? We'll, of course, uh, let you know they're down by one as they automatically foul after they were automatically fouled to prevent a three-point play. There's 7.6 seconds to go right now up at... uh, Sexton Arena on the campus of St. John's. Thanks to Amesbury Truth, Federated Insurance out of Owatonna, and Carleton College. Get your final score for the final time from the campus here in Northfield, Minnesota. Carleton 98, Bethel 74. Have a great